The following podcast is a glimpse into the life of First United Methodist Church in Beaumont, Texas. We pray it is a blessing as you seek to love your city with the heart of Christ. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and I am life. Those who believe in me, even though they die, yet shall they live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Jesus said, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. I died, and behold, I am alive forevermore, and I hold the keys of hell and death. Because I live, you shall live also. And from the Gospel according to John in the 14th chapter, Jesus' words to the disciples and to us, this peace I leave with you my peace I give to you I do not give as the world gives do not let your hearts be troubled and do not let them be afraid this compilation of passages from the gospel according to John and the revelation to John and this brief passage from John 14 frame our understanding of all saints and are part of nearly every single life celebration that I have been a part of as a pastor since 1988 and even before that. Exegetically, John chapter 11, we know the story. Lazarus is extremely ill. Jesus and his disciples are about two days away from Bethany. And Jesus said to his disciples, let's wait. He's not sick. He's only falling asleep. And the disciples said, oh, well, good. It's not that bad. And Jesus told them plainly, no, it's that serious. And after Lazarus died, Jesus arrives, and Mary and Martha are grief-stricken because of the loss of their brother, and Martha runs to meet Jesus, yet on his way to the village, and said, if you had only been here, it wouldn't be this bad. And in the midst of grief in all of our lives, we have felt that very emotion deep inside of us if something else could have only have happened maybe maybe it wouldn't be this way jesus arrives and they share their exchange some of the things that that inform their exchange jesus saying you know that your brother will rise and mary saying Martha saying, I know he will rise at the last. There were different understandings about life after death in that day. The Sadducees said there was no resurrection. There was only the shadowy existence of Sheol. Sometimes you'll find that word, S-H-E-O-L, in in Psalms. Sheol, a shadowy existence that that life is carried on through, through male descendants. The Pharisees, and, and, and just a side note to that, when, when Jesus is being questioned by the, by the Sadducees, they ask him, 
what about the Leverite law when, when someone dies and doesn't have a son and his brother marries him and doesn't have a son and so on and so on? And, and then finally, finally they all die. Whose wife is she in the resurrection? Well, they don't even believe in the resurrection. They were just trying to trap Jesus. The Sadducees did not believe in that. The Pharisees, however, believed in an immediate resurrection to eternal life. Part of the Hellenistic influence of Judaism and then thus Christianity. And, and, and Jesus says to Martha and to us, I am the resurrection and I am the life. Here and now, Christ says to us, we are alive in this lifetime knowing that we can be alive in the next because he has lived, he has died, and he is raised to life, the first fruits of all creation for you and for me and for all the world. So what do we do? This month has been hard on us. This year has not been the easiest as we have celebrated the lives of those who have gone before us, folks upon whom we as a congregation have historically depended. And it's left to us to carry on. And the years to come will necessarily bring the same struggle and the same difficulties, and we will keep the faith, and we will carry on, and we will become those upon whom our children and our children's children depend to continue telling this story of life and of love and of eternal life. Julian of Norwich, an anchoress, one who was supremely cloistered into a sealed room. Maybe the bottom half of the door was locked and the top half open to, to pass food and necessities back and forth, but they, they remained in a particular church. Julian of Norwich prayed for the compassion of Christ, the, the, the vision of Christ's suffering and grace that she might know that last moments of life on earth and in the midst of a severe illness that was unto death when the priest was anointing her and administering last rites, received this vision of Christ. We have it now as, as a book called Revelations of Divine Love. And in that, Christ told her this, All shall be well. All shall be well, and all manner of things shall be well. On All Saints Sunday, I live by those words. As we walk together as sisters and brothers in Christ through life and death and the proclamation of eternal life, I live by those words. It does not mean that everything in this life is going to be hunky-dory and okie-dokie. It, it does not mean that, that we're always going to get everything that we want. 
or everything is going to go our way. It does not mean that, that we will always be walking in a bright sunlight. It does mean that now God's provision for life is more than sufficient. It does mean that in the fulfillment of all time, all things shall be made right because of Christ and by Christ. We proclaim that he will return in victory and his presence shall restore all things to their original intended purpose in all of creation. And the last, the last thing Frederick Buechner wrote, the last thing is never the worst thing. Because the worst thing is next to last. The worst thing in the depths of human despair, Buechner says, is the next to last thing. He wrote it this way. The worst thing is never the last thing about the world. It's the next to last thing. The last thing is the best. It's the power from on high that comes down into the world that wells up from the rock-bottom worst of the world like a hidden spring. Can you believe it? The last best thing is the laughing deep in the hearts of the saints, sometimes our hearts even. Yes, you are terribly loved and forgiven. Yes, you are healed. All is well. Even when we don't feel that, on the inside because Christ's victory is complete even beyond our emotion we can proclaim together that all is well Horatio Spafford wrote a hymn that we sing he lived in Chicago he was a an attorney and he had made quite a name for himself and he lost many things in the great Chicago fire and he lost many more in the economic downturn and he, he set his family ahead onto England as they had planned and he stayed behind to carry on some business and he received word that, that the ship his family was on sank and his daughters were drowned and that his wife was saved. And on the trip to England with his wife, as they came to the place where the ship was reported to have sunk, he wrote, It is well with my soul. I found these two verses in the middle of the verses that are in our hymnal. Verses that I'd never encountered before. For me, be it Christ, be it Christ hence to live, if Jordan above me shall roll. No pang shall be mine, for in death as in life thou wilt whisper thy peace to my soul. But Lord, tis for thee, for thy coming we wait. The sky, not the grave, is our goal. O trump of the angel, O voice of the Lord, blessed hope, blessed rest of my soul. I share the words of Christ with you this day as we remember and celebrate the lives, not just of those who have 
died this past year, but the lives of all the saints who have gone before us. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not let them be afraid. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. As our ushers come forward, we continue to worship, celebrating God's provision for our lives through our generosity for provision from ministry. We will receive all that we bring for the work and labor of love to love this city with the heart of Christ, shall we pray. We bring you all that we are and all that we have, and we honor you for welcoming home those whose lives we have named this day. Give us grace that we might be as generous as were they. Through Christ our Lord and all God's people said, Amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you would like more information, please visit our website at www.lovebeaumont.com.